Good morning and welcome back to Kingdom Barrier Breakers. I'm Corinne Kennedy and I hope that you're as excited as I am about becoming a Kingdom Barrier Breaker. I'm truly excited about continuing the series and I must say that I am becoming a barrier breaker just with the research and the wisdom and knowledge that through God's Word and, the, and, and through the Holy Spirit in doing this series, oh my goodness, I'm so, so excited because God is really downloading so much to me and I'm realizing more and more how capable I am of becoming a kingdom barrier breaker. And I'm loving the fact that I can teach um, others to do the same because it's our job to become kingdom barrier breakers. It really, really is. And I'm going to prove it today. I'm just going to go back. Last week we, uh, was just an introduction of what it means to become a kingdom barrier breaker. But this week we are going to explore and discuss that it is actually God who wants us to become a kingdom barrier breaker. I believe with all my heart, with, that, with everything that I have, I believe that every reborn spiritual Christian has been fully equipped by Jesus to become more than a conqueror. There's nothing that can tell me otherwise. I believe with all my heart what the Word of God says about us. I believe what He says about us, and I believe we can do what He says we can do. I believe that Jesus has made everything available for us to do what God's Word says we need to do because of His finished work on the cross. The key of success is not to only believe that God is a good God and that He's a kind God and that He's a God of salvation and that we have salvation through Jesus. No, we have to believe and discover what His desire is for our life. We have to believe that His Word says that through the finished work of Jesus, He has provided everything, that we can be successful in every area of our lives, that we can achieve the unachievable. So I'm just quickly going to recap um, a little bit on last week um, on what it is, what a kingdom barrier breaker is. Because remember, a kingdom barrier breaker is not necessarily a person who is the first to achieve or to do something. So it's you're not going to break a, 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 the, or break the first record of, on something. However, you're very capable of doing so anyway. And wouldn't that be a great hallelujah for the kingdom if you did achieve something and you became a, a world record at something? So that's, that's also part of it, but it's not the only thing. What it really means is that in your own personal capacity, you can achieve something that you never thought you could or would on your own. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Word of God, and through the finished work of Jesus, that you can achieve something that you never thought you could or would, and you achieve it through God's help. That is a kingdom barrier breaker. And the two scriptures that I meditated on was Philippians 4.13 in the message, Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Proverbs 16.3 in the Passion says, Before you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not yourself, and every plan you make will succeed. God is telling us that if we trust Him completely, that every plan we make, we will succeed in. That's good news. That's very good news. But we need to know that we can put our trust in Him completely. If, he, if we allow Him to lead us, we will succeed. So we must believe in God first. We must believe that He wants us to be a champion. And if we rely on Him completely, trust in Him, we're going to be a champion. 
I want to discuss two biblical uh, principles that we're going to discuss now and in, in future um, to become a kingdom barrier breaker. The first one is, a, is one that we all should know well, is Romans 12 too. Do not conform. Uh, do not conform to the world to this world, but be tra- but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Remember, God's saying here that we can't conform to what we see or the or the norm. We need to transform with a renewal of our minds. Now He's telling us that He's not going to renew our minds. We need to tr- to renew our minds. I'm going to teach us how to renew our minds in the next session because renewal of our minds will help us because it helps us get rid of strongholds or negative thoughts or um, old beliefs that have been there that have uh, from from negative thoughts that have caused a root to grow in belief systems, the wrong belief systems in our minds, in other words, which have created strongholds. I'm going to teach us to get rid of that. And that's what I'm going to do in the next session. The second principle is James 1, 22 to 25, that we must remember is we must become doers of the word. So in other words, we've got to put God's word into action. We have to believe the word, confess the word, and then put the word of God into action. And I'm going to be teaching on this right through this whole series. God's word it's so important that we must know that God's word must become our lifestyle. It must become something, an everyday thing. That we must rely on it totally because our very lives depend on it. If you look around in the world that's happening, the stuff that's happening in the world today, we really need to rely. It's, it's no brainer that we need to rely on God's word. So that's becoming God's, God's word. It's believing God's word, confessing his word and putting it into, be, into action. We also, to become a barrier, a kingdom barrier breaker, we must believe that God wants us to become his champion. So we must, this in, enable to, for us to enable to do this, we really need to eradicate all negative thoughts. So I'm going to really go through that in, in quite depth because we really have to renew our minds. The very biggest key is we also have to believe and very importantly, not only believe, but trust in the supernatural provision from God. Philippians 4.19 says, God will supply all my needs. We must be fully persuaded. We must be convinced that not, that not only God can, but that he will fully satisfy every need we have. Because if we believe in the abundant riches of glory revealed through the finished work of Jesus, we will know, we will be fully persuaded that God will supply all our needs. He will, he, he, it's abundant. He wants to supply our needs in abundance because of Jesus. So to become a kingdom barrier breaker, we cannot have tunnel vision. We cannot see further than the sky is the limit. That's wrong. We must see further than the sky is the limit. We must see further than the sky is the limit. We have to see the entire universe as a possibility. God is limitless. And through Jesus, we are limitless. Here's what the word says in Ephesians 1, 19 to 23 in the Passion. Now this scripture, I pray that this scripture awakens something in you and sets a fire deep down in your soul that you can become a kingdom barrier breaker because this is what Paul says here is in a nutshell telling you 
what your what you have available to you to become not only to rule and reign and that you must rule and reign but that you can become a kingdom barrier breaker Ephesians 1 19 to 23 passion Paul says I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you this is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of the highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm and now he is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government, and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. And he alone is the leader and the source of everything needed in the church. God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus and has given him the highest rank above all others. And now we, his church, are his body on the earth and that which fills him, who is being filled by it, the church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he fills everything with his presence hallelujah praise god that is it in a nutshell now i'm going to break it down because it's so important to break it down so that we can understand what god is saying to us who we are through christ and what we can do through christ so the first part of that scripture says i pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Paul is saying that this is a continuation. He's hoping and praying that we will continuously experience not just the greatness, but the immeasurable, immeasurable, immeasurable greatness of God's power. He's saying that we can experience God's power and that God's power is made available to us through faith. Faith has to, we need faith. We need to believe it, to receive it. So we, he's saying to us that we can experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power and that it is available to us through faith. This is so huge. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. We need to be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through us. So in other words, it's not a power for us to keep for ourselves and it's just going to be our power for us, for us to use when we wish. It's not like a genie in a bottle or a magic wand. This power, God needs to use this power. It needs to work through us so that the world can see God's power working through us. He's giving us power. He's making it available to us. But he needs us to use it to be a light to the broken world. That power needs to work through us. We need to make ourselves available 
to have God to be an adver- advertisement for that power to work through us. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead. Now remember, the same, there's a, a, a iron sharpens iron, scripture sharpens scripture. The scripture that says the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. Here it's confirming that that this is the mighty, mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead. That power was released and is now living in us. And it, he, um, it was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of the highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly, in the heavenly realm. Where are we seated? We are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. This must start making sense to you of who you are in Christ Jesus. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, every authority, every government, and every realm of power in existence. Jesus is above every ruler, every authority, every government, and every realm of power in existence. And you and I are seated with him We are above the rulers, the authorities, the governments, and the realm of every power in existence because of the finished work of Jesus. This is so exciting. This is so exciting. This is who we are. This is who we are, people. This is who we are in Christ. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised. We have the name of Jesus, not only in this age, but in the age to come. Oh my gosh, it is for us, our children and our children's children. And he alone is the leader and the source of everything needed in the church. That's why all the other scripture says that we need to trust him, allow him to lead us. He is the alone, he alone needs to lead us and is our source of everything that we need. God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus and has given him the highest rank above all. We are seated with Jesus in the highest places, in the heavenly places. Our enemies are beneath us, are under our feet. Scripture is sharpening scripture here. And now we, his church, are his body on this earth earth. We are Christ's body on this earth. We are Jesus's on this earth. We are his body on this earth. And that which fills him, so, and who is being filled by it, as Christ is, so are we. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he fills everything with his presence. We are his body on this earth in which Jesus needs to speak through and act through and he fills everything with his presence through us. This is dynamic. This is so dynamic. This is so compelling because this is what God is saying about us. This is who we are in Christ Jesus. We are seated with him in heavenly places. We have authority over governments. We can't complain about the government. We have to break that barrier. We have to break the barrier by praying over the government, by taking authority over the governments. We have that authority. 
We have the authority to subdue the earth, to occupy until he comes. God has fully equipped us. I hope that you meditate on the scripture and that the scripture comes alive in you. It is so, so important that this happens. Remember, it's not my job to convince you. Paul says it's so lovely in his word, uh, in the word when he says it's not my, it's my life's work helping people understand and respond to the word of God. Because it's not my job to convince you, it's your job to renew your mind and come alongside what God's word says you are capable of. God is not a respecter of persons. It's not just my, I'm not the only one. And Paul wasn't the only one. Um, All the disciples, all the people in the Bible, they are not the only ones. God didn't respect them more. He's not a respecter of people. He's not going to give them more than you. He's not a respecter of people. He's given us all. We are all equal to him. But, but it takes us as an individual to believe that we are special and individual to God. Even though we're all equal to him, it takes us as an individual to believe that we are special and an individual to God. We are the apple of his eye. He didn't say apples. He said, you are the apple of my eye. So you are an individual to God. So see yourself as being very, very special. Jeez, you've just been told you're the ruler. We rule and reign with Jesus. So becoming a kingdom barrier breaker, we have to be fully persuaded and very aware that every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been given to us as a love gift. It's for free, for free. Our wonderful heavenly father that loves us so much sees us through Jesus now and he's given us this free, free gift We must remember that every spiritual blessing comes from him and that spiritual blessing on earth as it is in heaven. He's already, God has already chosen us before he laid the foundation of the universe, before he laid down the foundation of the universe or the earth, he ordained us. He's adopted us in his perfect plan for us. He he adopted us through Jesus Christ. He adopted us as his beloved And I can just imagine how much joy it must give God when he sees his plans unfold in and through us. God's superabundant grace works powerfully in us and releases all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. We need to allow God to unveil his secret desires to us, his hidden mysteries, his long-range plans, as Paul calls it. His long-range plans for us. It is yours and mine. We are kingdom barrier breakers. We just need to believe and allow God to rule through us. Let him give us all the instructions. It is so important to come into agreement with God's word, to hear his voice and to act on it so that we can become successful and break some barriers barriers for the kingdom. What do you say? I think we're kingdom barrier breakers. It's so important to solely, solely, solely rely on the Holy Spirit to impact wisdom, to impart um, wisdom and revelation. We must keep a constant intimacy with God. We cannot break that. Proverbs 3, 5 says, uh, 3, Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord completely. Do not rely 
on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely only on Him to guide you and He will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with God in whatever you do and He will lead you wherever you go. In Matthew 6.33, it says, So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from Him. Then all these things will be given to you. Again, my favorite is Psalm 37.5, which has come from the Jewish Bible. Commit your ways to Adonai, trust him and he will act. It is vital that we must believe that God wants us to be victorious and that if we only can trust him, guys, if we trust him, then he will act. We need to change our mindsets. We, we really must, we must um, prevent ourselves from entertaining negative thoughts. We must change our I can't to I can. Here's a life-changing quote from John Maxwell. I love this. This is so, this is, this is life-changing. John Maxwell says, there is a relationship between what we expect and what we experience. If you expect that every person, challenge and or opportunity to give you a no, that's what you're going to get. If you always expect life's answers to be yes, then you will get them. Your expectations determine your reality to experience a life that has limitless possibilities if you live on the other side of yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Live on the other side of yes. That's exactly what God is telling us about our own capabilities. He has given us everything we need through the finished work of Jesus as well as the Holy Spirit to live on the other side of yes, to become a barrier breaker, to become a champion for the kingdom, for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I hope you are too. So in this session, I've given you the outline, the biblical principles you need to follow to become a kingdom barrier breaker. There is nothing stopping you from becoming a champion. Go back to the scripture. Go back. Go back and meditate on the scripture that I gave you. Ephesians 1, chapter 19 and 23. Meditate on that. Let that become alive in you. Let it set on fire. Let it become a fire with you because that is going to help you become a kingdom barrier breaker. In our next session, we're going to tackle some practical ways of renewing our minds. And of course, the biggest hindrance, as I said before, is, is some old belief systems that we have and that they've become, they could have possibly become strongholds and those things are holding us back. Now, I've got to tell you, we're not unique. Most of us have strongholds. There's a stronghold here or there, something that's holding us back. There's a little I can't somewhere in there. And it's not a bad thing. The, the good thing is that we can recognize it. And um, the very good thing is, and the greatest news, of course, is that with the assistance of the Holy Spirit, we can actually identify the stronghold and then get rid of it. So we're going to do some practical biblical solutions to set us free. Hallelujah. Amen. So until next week, I pray that you choose to grow your relationship with God to such a wonderful personal level that you hear his voice clearly, that you act on his voice and become the champion he created you to be. So until next week, seek Jesus and be Jesus to the broken world. Shalom. Blessings until next week.